welcome to this new episode of Readmagine, the podcast program by the GSR Foundation about innovation on publishing and reading. In today's Readmagine episode, we welcome Arancha Millado. Arancha is the director of Liber Express, the digital platform for the distribution of print-on-demand books, which she co-founded. She also founded Data Liberty, a company specializing in metadata marketing, training, and consultancy. In this presentation, she shares her ideas to tackle three main environmental challenges within the publishing industry, overproduction, overdistribution, and the use of products that are not 100% sustainable. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to speak about the, uh, the use for innovation in public industry. I'm going to focus on the print books. This doesn't mean that we don't can improve our sustainability uh, goals in digital also, but today I'm going to focus only in print books. Okay. Uh, goal number 12 of the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development aims to ensure sustainable consumption and production patterns. The statement says, we, countries, commit to making fundamental changes in the way that our societies produce and consume goods and services. What are the fundamental changes the, to be made by the publishing industry to meet the requirements of the SDG 12? The book supply channel has followed the same steps and processes over the last decades. They have mainly been driven by the existing circumstances of production and distribution. Nowadays, although those circumstances have changed, we are still stuck on outdated methods. There are three major black holes that make us an unsustainable industry. Overproduction, overdistribution, and non-100% sustainable products. Globally, we tend to print between 20 and 30% more than the market demands. In Spain, in 2019, about 200 million copies were printed. Those millions joined the millions of copies of books already printed years ago. Uh, that were still stored in the warehouses. I'm going to use the data of the last, of the last non-pandemic year. Eh, for Spain, data for 2021 is not uh, published. Well, in Spain, in nine, uh, 2019, 200 million new copies were printed, but only 162 million copies were sold. Indeed, these 162 million, copy, uh, million books sold with a mix of new releases and, and backlist. But allow me to make a little exercise of simplification and let me focus only in the new releases. In Spain, in 2019, uh, four, 40 million books were produced but not bought. That's the 20% of the books print. If we look at the data from other countries, what we'll find is that the publishing industry behavior is mostly the same. An average of 25% books print are not sold. And why? Why do we produce an average of 20% more than the market demands? The first answer is the price of the offset printing. 
Offset is the printing method best suited for long print runs and the one that the industry has relied on since the first quarter of the 20th century. Offset has a high entry barrier because the process requires the preprinting of aluminum plates, several aluminum plates, one per basic color, and aluminum has a cost, and so does its printing. So before producing a single page in offset, a good investment has already been made. But once the press starts running, the more books you produce, the cheaper the, units, the unit cost will be. And this is why producing very long print runs have been very popular with publishers. And yes, if the, all the books are sold, long offset print runs are very, very cost efficient. The consequence of, of that was, and, and still is, that at the end of the process, publishers usually have the number of books they need plus an extra stock. For instance, uh, let's say that printing 3,000 copies cost uh, 2,500 euros. It's a saying. And that printing 4,000 copies costs only 500 euros more. 3,000 euros. You only need 3,000 copies, but those extra 1,000 are a bargain. So you order 4,000. Even you only need 3,000 books. And this is how overproduction starts. The publisher has to deal with an extra stock that has also be to be placed into the, in the bookshops. So the publisher has to push the books to the market. Uh, in other words, the publisher has to create a demand. The aim is to place as many books as possible in as many bookshops as possible. And there they go, bands full of books traveling from warehouse to bookshops. But usually the demand is not expected and many books remain unsold. In the meantime, new titles are released. Titles over, uh, also overproduce that need a place in the bookshops. When bookshops runs out, a uh, bookshop runs out of space, then has to return the old books that to make room for new ones. And remember that in terms of publishing, all means two months or maybe three only. The bands go back to the warehouse, warehouse where the books will wait for a new opportunity. If it comes, they will travel again around the country in a second or third attempt to satisfy a supposed demand. No. Okay. This is the returns flow. Booksellers packing and unpacking books and traveling bands full of traveling books going back and forth burning fuel. This is ineffective and unprofitable. Returns don't add value to the book supply chain. They subtract value from it. Returns are the consequence of overdistribution, but returns are also the consequence of the peculiar way the publishers use to finance their, their next titles. The publisher can charge the book place in, placed in the bookshop even if it is in return condition. The, the money paid uh, to him by the bookseller will have to be refunded when and if the book is returned. But in the meantime, it will be used to finance other books. These new books will also be placed and charged until they will be returned also. And so on and on and on.
returns are estimated at 25-30% of production, in a logical coincidence with the number of unsold books. Ah. And going back to our traveling books, there comes a moment when even the warehouse needs more room to store novelties. The publisher has then to get rid of the books that have been stored for a long time. One option is to give the books a last chance in the discount store, but normally the books are pulp. The books are destroyed. Ironically, books usually cannot be 100% recycled. Although they can be made from recycled paper or certified paper, it's very difficult to find a book 100% capable of being transformed into a new one. A book is made not only with paper, but with glue and ink and plastic laminate. Not all these components can be reused, and this is why normally the cover has to be removed, since it's covered with plastic and it's also glued. And here we are at the end of the book's life cycle, and there is a last surprise for the, books, uh, for the publisher. He has to pay for the disposal, too. He has to pay for destroying the books. At the end of their lifespan, those extra books have, uh, that were produced because the price of printing was apparently cheap turned out to be very expensive. They had management cost, logistic cost, storage cost, and disposal cost, as well as a large carbon footprint. They were produced for nothing and at a high cost. All right. So... After seeing that, what are the fundamental changes that we, the publishing industry, have to make in the way that we produce and distribute print books? Obviously, we have to produce fewer books and we have to lower the returns. Fortunately, today we have the means to achieve that goal. Print on demand and one-to-one -one distribution are the solution for overproduction and overdistribution. Both are digital printing. Once the book sales start to decline after their launch, large print runs are no longer necessary. Demand can be met with short or very short print runs, the quantity needed to avoid stockouts and to be able to always meet the booksellers' decreasing orders. Short print runs are more efficiently made through digital printing, since they can be delivered in a short time and with the same quality. Print-on-demand is the most suitable way to produce, not only for replacements, but for short first printings too. In the last stage of the book's life cycle, demand plummets, but there is still a trickle of sales. Books then enter the long tail model. In this model, it's worth to keep them available, but it's not worth doing a new short run, print run. It's a time for distribution one-to-one -one or print-to-order, PTO. It's the time to make sales without stock and to print the books only when they are purchased. In this model, the book is shipped to the customer once it's printed. Uh, Print-on-demand and distribution one by one and are even more sustainable when the book production is done locally. The closer, the better, to reduce the logistic cost and the carbon footprint.
he doesn't love me. <laughs> Uh, having the metadata of the book more than three months in advance to each, uh, in advance to each release also helps to reduce returns. Pre-sales are very useful to estimate the real demand and then to make a print run adapted to that demand. The earlier the communication of new publications, the more accurate the estimation of the number of books need. There is a, a widespread accept, uh, acceptance among all book players of the need to reduce returns. Reducing production and stocks is one action that can help. Pre-sales are good, uh, good help too, but there is a third action to be taken. Return times for books must be shortened. Countries like Germany impose six months deadline for returning books free of charge. But in other countries, including Spain, there is a lack of regulation, which means that books can be returned anytime. In practice, distributors can contractually request a maximum of one year, but overall, this lack of regulation allows this bad practice continue. Therefore, digital... Wait, no. Digital printing, digital printing is the best solution, but digital printing also needs to be improved to increase, to increase its sustainability. There are two main issues that should be fixed. First one, the delivery times in distribution one-to-one. Usually, companies that offer this distribution model commit to drop shipping within 72 hours. A very fast delivery has been turned into an e-commerce use, a use that leaves a, that leaves a very big carbon footprint. We think that that speed is what consumers are demanding, but consumers are willing to do their part to help limit the environmental impact on their online shopping. According to a U.S. survey last April, 86% of consumers are willing to delay e-commerce deliveries. 64 are willing to spend more on sustainable packaging. And 40% agree that there should be a minimum amount that consumers must spend to qualify for free sh uh, shipping. We are taking uh, some customers' uh, behavior for granted. So, Booksellers, ask your customers, publishers, distributors, ask the booksellers to ask the readers. Probably we are trying to follow the Amazon trail in, in a useless way, since we are losing a real opportunity to consolidate deliveries. We could group, oops, we could group the single orders together and not to make some, so frequent deliveries. The second issue to be fixed in digital print is that the raw material consumption can be unnecessarily high. Paper cutting waste is high, and high is also the consumption of ink, and we can mention more items. I love the um, eco-design concept. The Environmental Charter for Book Publishing, published by the French Publishers Association, explains, explains it in a simply and efficient way. The aim of the eco-design is to minimize the environmental impact of the book from the design stage. An example, 
My company, LibreExpress, is sponsoring the printing of the graphic materials for the Spanish participation in as a guest country at the Frankfurt Book Fair. The designer is adapting all the measures of the materials, uh, postcards, bookmarks, uh, brochures, and so on, to fit them all on the same offset plate. He's doing a kind of Tetris, uh, where every, every millimeter counts. This will not reduce only the paper cutting waste, it will reduce the financial cost too. And same can be done with books. In conclusion, there is still a lot of research and development to be done, and it has to be done. This is a responsibility that has to be taken by all the publishing industry. We all have to be willing to make an effort to leave our comfort zone, to implement new production and distribution models in the book, in the book supply chain. Because as Kermit the Frog said, it's not easy to be green, but we can do it. Thank you very much.